This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the 17th Sunday in Ordinary Time, the 24th of July. One of my earliest recollections as a child is being taught how to pray by my mother, especially how to pray at Mass. It was my first catechesis in the faith, really, I suppose, and it's the most important things that parents do for their children as they grow up, coming to Mass, teaching them to pray the Mass. No other duty of parenthood comes close to teaching our families to pray. And one of the first prayers we learn is the prayer Jesus himself gave us. It's deeply ingrained in our consciousness, and goodness knows how many times we've prayed it. Prayed it consciously or unconsciously, thinking about each petition, or even without thinking about the meaning, just content to know that we are communing with the Lord saying the words he gave us. I think too of how this prayer links and unites us through generation after generation of Christians. It links us with St. Peter and Paul, with Augustine to St. Thomas Aquinas, to St. Joan of Arc and Catherine of Siena, St. Therese and blessed John Henry Newman, right up to the present day. And Jesus gives us this model of prayer after two short parables about perseverance in prayer, about not giving up. And this is because the natural tendency of our human nature is to lose interest at the smallest obstacle. The Catechism of the Catholic Church devotes an entire section of the four sections it contains to the subject of prayer. And it is, in fact, a very lovely exposition and opening up of the Lord's Prayer. If we believe in the importance of prayer, or at least if we see its importance, then it will seem illogical to us not to give it time in our lives. Now, it's always good to remember that prayer isn't about trying to change the mind of God, nor is it about telling God what he already knows, because he's already made up his mind about what we're going to get. Maybe think about prayer more as trying to change our minds, to bring our will into one with the will of God for us. Now, every saint and spiritual writer, at least virtually all saints and spiritual writers in the history of the church, have said something important about prayer. St. John Chrysostom said, it is simply impossible for us to lead a virtuous life without the help of prayer. And St. Alphonsus, prayer is necessary for salvation. And therefore God, who desires that we should be saved, has enjoined it upon us as a command. St. Therese of Lisieux wrote, For me, prayer is a surge of the heart. It's a simple look turned towards heaven. It's a cry of recognition and of love, embracing both trial and joy. And many of us, I'm sure, were brought up with the definition of St. John Damascene, that prayer is the raising of one's mind and heart to God. And prayer is done either using words, like the Lord's Prayer, or using our minds. It's vocal prayer, or meditation and contemplation, or even the two together, as in the Holy Rosary. But the essence of prayer is an act of the heart, an act of the will, and the simple desire to communicate with God. Perhaps that's what prompted St Francis de Sales to write, that a single Our Father said devoutly, is better than many said in haste and without thought. 
Now, sometimes many of us go through life, maybe all of us go through life, even to old age, and feel that we've never prayed well. This is because we may have some grand notion in our minds that prayer is something very sophisticated and technical, that we can never master it in this life. And that's why we've been given the model of prayer in the Our Father. First and foremost, it's worship and adoration of God. Our Father in heaven, we praise and adore you simply because you are God and you keep us in existence. Secondly, it's filled with thanksgiving, gratitude for all we are and have been given. As St Paul says, whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Thirdly, prayer has an asking element. Give us this day our daily bread. Yes, God knows what we need before we ask, but he's taught us to humbly ask for what we need. And all prayer is answered. Sometimes the answer is yes, sometimes it's no, sometimes the answer is wait a bit longer. Every parent knows that sometimes it isn't helpful to always say yes to a request. God knows what's best for us, we don't. St Bernard says, God either gives us what we ask for, or he gives us something far greater for us. It's often only after some time that we see how prayer has been answered. Not in our way, but in God's way. Fourthly, prayer should contain an element of seeking forgiveness and pardon. Forgive us our trespasses. Some prayers directly express this, like the act of contrition, because we all stand in need of the mercy and forgiveness of God, not just occasionally, but daily. If we're going to be honest about it, we don't pray nearly as enough, and that's certainly true of myself, despite the fact that our Lord has said, pray continually. The very best place we can pray is before the Blessed Sacrament. Here, in the tabernacle, we are with Jesus himself. And the saints had all the most inspired and fruitful moments of their lives in front of the tabernacle. With reference to last Sunday week's Gospel about Martha and Mary, here is Bethany. It's the place where the Lord is, where he's encountered, and where we can choose the better part. In God's Mother Mary, we have the perfect model of prayer. Every action of our life was a desire for intimate union with God. That is prayer. We know also that her mother's prayers are prayers of persuasion, since it is a thing unheard of that anyone who sought her help was left unaided. Let us pray. O God, protector of those who hope in you, without whom nothing has firm foundation, nothing is holy. Bestow in abundance your mercy upon us, and grant that with you as our ruler and guide, we may use the good things that pass in such a way as to hold even now to those that endure. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.